0: hey everybody welcome to living word family cast living word family podcast living cast life cast welcome to the life cast <laughs> i am pastor scott millis of living word family church and uh with me as almost always yep. in the studio is zach Bensol. hello and without us in Florida today is Matt Kreider, our usual co-host. He's on vacation with the family. So Zach and I are doing this as a duo this time. Uh, dynamic duo. The dynamic duo. There or a dynamic duo, yeah. a dynamic duo, yeah. dynamic duo. Yeah, this is interesting because I know you and Matt have done this one-on-one before, right? I mean, just the two of you?
1: Yes, I think but we've uh, done maybe two. Right. Maybe.
0: Yeah. So it's, uh, it's not that I'm feeling any pressure because I know it's going to be, but I just do feel <laughs> obligated to see to it that this is better than that. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, it has to be at least a seven show. And, and that's <laughs> right. And we're off to a rocky start. We had some tough technical difficulties, yeah. which, of course, uh, you're not aware of out there in podcast land. Um, but it sounds like we've got all straightened out, and uh, we don't have anything n- deep or super important to discuss today. Just kind of want to kick some things around. And one of the first things I do want to talk about is this podcast itself. I always feel almost always feel Zach. And I think you do too. When we're, when we're in here talking about whatever it is we're talking about, I always imagined my main audience is living word family church. This is a podcast kind of for our people. Love it. uh, When we hear of anybody uh, else who is commenting on it, being blessed by it, enjoying it, or just listening to it. But, uh, this, uh, if things sound a little bit inside, that's why, you know, we are talking about church things and this is our church. So right. that's why it is. And so when we talk about some of the things that are coming up, for instance, this summer, those are things that are coming up for our church. And uh, if you can get anything out of that, great. But there are a few other things, uh, obviously, from time to time that I think are good for the broader Christian community. And we've right. had some great interviews over yes. the past uh, year or two that, that I think have just been, we've been so blessed to hear oh, from, yeah. from some good, good people. Um, we don't have that today. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, there are some uh, there are some things we, we were kicking around, thought we might at least uh, uh, comment on and uh we'll get some of this uh inside stuff first here we are and i know we mentioned this i'm sure we did uh on uh, one or two of our more recent podcasts which is uh here we are in summer yeah technically it's not summer yet it's only june 8th and but wow we have had our share of weather in the 90s and it is gross out there today it is hot it is humid it is summer in illinois yeah uh, but summer's fun. People enjoy summer. Uh, I enjoy summer for all my pretend whining about it. I'm right. not a fan of hot weather. but no. But, you know, the days of summer are nice. I enjoy being able to – I enjoy the, the the extended daylight a lot. Yeah. Uh, because we, we usually have supper late, and I like to cook out a lot in the summertime. Yeah. But now, also, from a church perspective, we've got camp coming yes. up here in a couple yeah. weeks. And that's uh, –
1: are you going – I am not, no, okay. this year. Yeah. Right. Uh, job doesn't, once you become an adult, they uh, yeah. take your vacation days away, <laughs> or a lot of them. So it's a lot harder to take off days when yeah. you become an adult. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Unfortunately not. I'm going to miss it. I, I can dig it, man. It's, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, it just this is, my problems are not your problems, but, you know, of course, my, I have two age kids, and this is summer break. Yeah. But my oldest son just finished his first year of public school. We've always homeschooled. Yes. Yeah. And one of the nice things about homeschooling is we are not hamstrung by the school schedule. That's true. When it comes to family trips. And so we've always been able to vacation in the off season, uh, which I like because of the weather. I don't like going someplace where it's crowded and hot. Man, if I can go in late September, early October, we can't anymore. Yeah. So we're kind of stuck now. Uh, But – yeah, we, uh, both my kids will be going to camp with yeah. the youth group. I'm very excited about that. This is Summer Scream's 25th, 25th yeah. camp. Wow. I was a part of them from uh, 1999 till uh, 2014, I think. Yeah. 15? 14, I think, was my last camp. And served as an assistant director for most of those years and yeah. they have fond, fond memories of camp.
1: So, was that a year, a couple years after they started? Uh,
0: well, I don't know when they started. I don't know what their first year was. Uh, yeah. Well, it would be I'd, 25 I'd to go back years, the, 20, years. i could do the math right now, yeah. but I'm not going to. <laughs> we'll let you guys do the math. Uh, but, yeah, it would have been in the 90s, early yeah. to mid-90s that they started. And, uh,
1: You're there for a majority
0: of it so far. I was there for 16 years. Yeah. So I'm 16 of the 25. So – But no, they've got some. They've just gone from glory to glory. They got something different. It's a little bit different now. the 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 property itself is in different hands, but they the people who own it now who have made, uh, from what I understand, some tremendous improvements to the infrastructure there. So that's cool. uh, That'll that'll help a lot in terms of showers, particularly things like that. Awesome. So I'm looking forward to the kids enjoying that. I always, uh, I don't think I've ever failed to get down there. And spend a day or a few hours with them on a day of camp, and I think mm-hmm. my wife may accompany me th- this year to oh, do that. That's cool, yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, there. There are sadly the day will be coming, possibly this year, where where nobody recognizes me except for a few of the staff that were there when I was <sighs> right. back in the day. But yeah. I get to uh, at least for a couple of minutes relive the days when I was a rock star. Right, <laughs> were. Sh- shooting marshmallows and yeah. Nerf guns after that's Night, right yeah that there's some fond fond memories yeah but, uh uh anyway oh, that yeah. uh this it's i'm sure it's going to be a great camp oh, for sure. Uh, do some special things for for year 25 and, and we'll have a report on that a post-camp report yes. the other big things coming up not too long after camp well there's a mission trip yes uh totally how are you going to trip? that uh, i'm not going on that same one same reason right yeah Yeah, I'm not either. My wife is. My wife is. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And both my kids are going on the mission trip up to Michigan. It's Michigan.
1: Michigan. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I... Forgot the city. Yeah, I remember In that a terrible,
0: we'll, we'll have some details about yeah. that. I, I, I sadly know, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know nearly as much about this trip as I should. Right. I, mean, I, I looked into it enough to be comfortable sending my kids on it. They're yep. excited about going. I'm excited about them going. But that we'll, we'll save further commentary on that until after that. And right. then, not long after that, is VBS, yes. and that's really what I'm excited yes, about. That's because the big one because we have got some fired up, energetic people preparing for yes. VBS. Uh, Just walking in today, well, the past couple
1: weeks, um, since we've really got going on it, coming in during the weekday to record podcasts or announcement videos or whatever, just seeing all the work that's being done throughout the week and all the stuff set up, it's really exciting. Looks like it's going to be really good. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. It looks Um, really
0: awesome. So anybody listening to this, be sure, invite your neighbors. If you know anybody with uh, children young enough to participate in this, it's always great. Oh, yeah. But... There's something about the energy, man. When you have ninety, hundred kids in here versus thirty or 40, oh, it makes yeah. a big difference. It's so much more exciting. So cool, and uh, the the kids love it. The leaders love it. And I'll tell you, Zach, I have been involved in VBS programs for good night, as long as I can remember. Certainly, as long as I've been in ministry. Certainly, as long as I've been a church ministry. Right. And, uh, and of course, you, as you know, I wasn't always at this church, and I'm not. Man, I'm not complaining. I'm not pointing fingers. But I have seen. I have seen where you've had to scrounge to get get people to make this happen right um and uh having to work the schedule of our vbs around the few people that are helping right uh yeah. we have to work it around their schedules and i've seen what happens when one person does 90 percent of the work yeah and what a blessing it is to come in here and you've got some good leaders i mean people who have a vision for this thing but they're not doing it all themselves. Right. They've, how, they've got these lists. They've got work crews. They've delegated. We've got all the leadership positions. This thing's more than a month away, and we already know what everybody's doing I know. for that's the most so part. I know. That's so cool. Yeah. And uh, it's, just, everything, it's just a matter of preparing. And yeah. what a, It's a different vibe. And there's still the excitement. There's still the the, the good kind of pressure. we got to mm-hmm. get ready. But right. it's not a matter of, oh, no, who's going to do this? What do we do? We know what we're doing. We know right. who's doing it. It's just the physical getting ready, getting yeah. things lined up, and that's a. That's a breeze. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. big, uh, big. And I don't want to. I certainly don't want to fail to mention anybody who's involved in this, but there are too many to list, uh, and really, there are many yeah. people who put hours into this. Of course, you know we've got our good guys here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday, we've always got Doug and Ken here, and they'll if there's something a major construction project, which there have been a couple for this, yeah. they'll they'll finish those. But the two that I absolutely have to mention are Sandy Mack and uh, pat myers because yep. they have wow they have taken the bull by the horns and they've really made out. this happen so
1: i haven't been to one of the work days yet but from what i understand what i've heard they've they've got it pretty well organized it's a machine i've yeah. been to
0: both of them and they were uh, their show oh, it's amazing yeah everybody in there you got little kids in there and they find something that they can do that really right. does help yeah uh, get some really cool things built and a lot of it's repetitive work but that's yeah. what's great about having all the bodies there so. right So, yeah, that's what's happening here at Living Word this summer. A few things that are happening anyway. Uh, For sure. It's going to be exciting. If I can share with you an upcoming trial of mine. Go for it. And uh, this will probably be passed by the time this podcast airs, but this Sunday is family meal. Oh. I love the family meal. Yes. And you know what? Maybe the best part of the family meal is (laughs) the dessert table. Yes.
1: (laughs) I feel like every family meal or dessert table at Living Word is getting bigger and bigger. Oh,
0: and it's glorious. Yes. I mean, it is something. And I am on the keto diet. Oh, how's that going? You know, it's going well. How long have you been on it? Just since Monday. Oh, yeah? And, uh, you know, I can't. I'm not not doing the strips. I'm not measuring anything uh, uh, in terms of, you know, testing your urine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it's... can I stick with this diet and am I losing weight? And I am losing weight. Yeah, it's well, that's an easy good. diet so far to stick to. Yeah. And, uh, and Wow, family meals. But, coming up. but the thing I know about is that if this is working for the reasons I think it is, which is that I am, quote unquote, in ketosis, you can't cheat. You yeah. know, the Weight Watchers thing yeah. hey, you know, have a cheat day. Right. You can eat whatever you want, just don't overdo it. You can't. You'll mm-hmm. throw the whole thing out of whack. But interestingly enough, Zach, that's one of the things that makes it easy to stick to. It's yeah. Like, I know that I will completely blow it if I have a cookie so I right. don't have a cookie yeah uh, but no I'm excited my energy level is high well that's and, good uh, yeah, yeah yeah and Riley's doing it with me so, oh really yeah is and he liking it he is he's and, and he's, he's uh, surprisingly diligent about it he yeah. called the other day hey can I have this on this diet no you can't I'm yeah call, yeah you can you can have cheese you can have eggs whatever so. yeah anyway that's not what people tuned in for well, today that's cool though yeah, yeah yeah so but yeah pray for me yeah. <laughs> difficult day Sunday. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have, I'll call in sick. We'll have a keto table. A keto you. table. There you go. <laughs> Put we'll, all the... Uh,
1: yeah, we will be a little bit smaller than the dessert table probably,
0: but uh, <laughs> it'll be a table nonetheless. Bring me meat <laughs> and cheese and oil. Yeah. All right. So, uh to move on to maybe some more semi-serious stuff. Right. Uh, Zach, you were asking me before the program today about uh, my time Wednesday night. Wednesday mm-hmm. night, I had the privilege yes. of addressing Solid Rock Youth Group. Yes, back in the saddle. Back in the old saddle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as uh, most of you know who are listening, I was the youth pastor here at Living Word Family Church for ten years. Yeah, and um, left in uh, late ninety eight to uh, actually, I didn't. I guess I sort of. Did both jobs for a while. Oh, that's good. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, I, did, I, I left, uh, went to another town not too far away from here and, and was a senior pastor there for six years before I came back and took over as senior pastor. And during that time, of course, when Mac, Matt Kreider, who was one of my youth, he yeah. joined our youth group his senior year, he took over. And, of course, he's done a tremendous job. But I ask him usually when he's going to be gone, as he is this week on a family vacation, mm-hmm. if he's missing on a Wednesday night, I'll usually ask if I can have that Wednesday, if I can speak to the youth rather than do a video or right. something else. Yeah. And then I'll have pastor Mike or somebody usually pastor Mike fill my pulpit in main service. So I did. And, uh, it was good. I yeah. mean, I enjoyed it. I'll say yeah. that it was it good. Yep. You really. I need to ask the youth. Was it good? Right. Yeah. Uh, I will say that they listened and yeah. I will say that the things I was talking to them about were maybe, maybe a little heavy. Right. Uh, I was trying to challenge them, trying to lift them up to a level. Mm hmm. Uh, that, that I've just not seen. Yeah. And I feel, uh, feel like it's okay for me to do that because again, two of those youth are my kids and right. I, don't, I don't see in them what I want to see. So, right. uh, but, but I do want, I want so much for that youth group. I, I want this for the whole church. Don't get me wrong, but there's the youth, that age group will always have a place in my heart. That's very near and dear to me. And, and I think it's, um, They're not any better or more important than any other age group. You know that. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But it is a pretty influential age group in our culture. Yes. And they have got an opportunity to do so many things for God if they're passionate about it. Right. And we've got some good, smart kids Mm -hmm. uh, coming to youth group now. most of them, I believe, have had a saving experience with God through Jesus Christ. Yeah. How many of them really have a loving relationship with Jesus Christ? Right. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, I see. I, what I see, and this is just casual observation for the most part. I see a lot of instability. Right. We've got, and you see it up oh, close yeah. and personal more than i do there yeah. you, you know the relationships there's a lot of drama back there a lot mm-hmm. of youth really and there there always has been I, mean, I guess in a sense there always will be uh but you know i'm uh, i i want to see uh, the one of the main questions i asked wednesday night was you know uh, why are you here right yeah. what, what what brought you here what keeps you coming back what would cause you to leave uh There was a, and I'm not, well, let me tell the story here. And then if it sounds like I'm saying something I'm not, you can ask me or challenge me on it. Years ago, we were planning a a baccalaureate service. So Mm -hmm. I had the youth pastor from the Church of Christ down here. And um, I think the youth guy from the Methodist Church and the senior pastor from the Lutheran Church were all down here. And the, the youth pastor of the Church of Christ was a very good guy, really liked him had a heart for kids, had a heart for Jesus. Uh, and he was younger than me, better looking than me. Uh, and probably, although, you know, I get pretty defensive about this, probably smarter than me too. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> he, we also, we had a very large youth group at the time. Right. All right. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't want to put numbers on it but it, but no no the youth group was even close. It just and it was just the season the church you know was running great numbers right. and the and the youth group was running great numbers. Yeah. And this was this was a great time and, and and not that it matters because no kid is more important than any other but this is a sports crazy town. Right. And we had a lot of the football players on yes. coming to youth. Yeah, back in the day. And uh one of uh one of the guys at that meeting was the star football player. Yeah. And he was sitting there kind of participating and and the youth minister i didn't know he was going to do this he said let me ask you a question he goes why do you keep coming here he wasn't saying why don't you come to my church right what is it that motivates you to come because you know an easy answer would have been look at this place we have hands down the best youth facility in town right yeah but we don't have much to offer if you're competing with what the world has to offer. Right, you know, yeah. it's a beautiful youth facility, for yeah. a youth facility of the church, especially in St. Joe. Uh, but he says, you know, is it, is it uh, the, the band? Is it this room? Is it, what is it? And he just, without hesitation said, it's the word. Mm. He says, I've never heard the word preached like it is here. Now I say that the reason I started to offer a caveat is okay. I swear. I don't mean that. To pat myself on the back yeah uh it was i don't think he was referring to my skills as much as i think he was referring to the fact that his experience and i don't know what church he came out of uh, for sure anyway so i won't venture to, to say in his experience youth messages were sort of maybe dumbed down uh-huh they were social yeah uh, and he was being fed a steady diet of the Bible. Right. And he was responding to it. And I think he was speaking for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but I was so glad. I said, man, that was a right answer. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing.
1: That makes me think of, I don't know, I saw it on social media, but it was, Another, it was like a youth director of some organization. Anyway, he was saying, youth pastors, your kids are learning trigonometry, calculus, physics. They can handle a little bit of theology. And I was like, yes, that is amazing. Because you hear that, you do. I feel like that's the case a lot. What you said is is they they tend to maybe not water anything down, but maybe just kind of simplify it. To right. in order to get more engagement, that's but right. But really, I mean, like you said, it's a very influential age group. We're yeah. supposed to be feeding that into them to Pulling build them up. them up, pull them up. Yeah, yeah, because if yeah. you simplify it, that's what they're only ever going to be used that's to. That's right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. And then, not and then when they get to quote unquote big church, yeah, and they hear how it really is, they're at that age then where their own decisions. Actually, yeah. have an impact. They're like, "Well, before I was just coming here because my mom and dad came here. I didn't know it was really like this." And right. they don't have enough of that foundation. They're right. like, "I'll go somewhere else, or I'll just leave."
0: But That's yeah, right. I thought that was an amazing quote and very uh, true. That is that I have to remember that. I have yeah, I'll to, have remember to see that. if I can find it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, well, that's cool. and that, that that idea, you know, and we talked about some other things, just kind of challenged them to, you know, at the very end, you know, you praise and worship at the end. I just, right. Hey, you know, you guys all believe in Jesus, you all love Jesus, and right. you all know that he deserves your worship, he even commands your worship. Yeah, how dare you stand there with your hands in your pockets? Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <that's, laughs> yeah. But I get it. I've been there, mm-hmm. uh, so why am I jumping on them? Because that's what got me out of it. Somebody jumping on me. Right. You know, I, I remember when when somebody made me put my hands up, and how liberating it was when I finally did it. So, right. You yeah. know, we practice that, and you know, it'll is it going to transform? A church overnight? No. No. Is it going to challenge one person where they're thinking about it the next week? You better believe it. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a key just to continually, repeatedly do these things. So they get used to hearing them, get used to doing them. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, I know that we've mentioned before on the podcast how youth ministry isn't really a thing where you see the fruits right away. It's more of a later down the year. Yeah. And Long so game.
0: that's just what you got to do. If you, you gotta... if, I, I, I used to say this. Uh, one of my duties at camp was to give the uh, do the counselor orientation. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you had been a counselor for five years, you had to sit through orientation. I right, yeah, yeah. so tell them, hey, here's what you're going to be dealing with. And we had a lot of brand new youth leaders. Some of them weren't even youth leaders. Yeah. They were just volunteers to do counselors. But I know a lot of people. A lot of people, historically, this has gone on for decades, they want to work with youth just because they like youth and they want to be liked by youth. Right. And one of the things I tell them every, uh, that I would tell them every year, every single year without fail is if you cannot handle delayed gratification, youth ministry is not for you. Yeah. If you f- have to feel like your youth like you all the time, youth ministry is not for you. Mm-hmm. These kids do not need <laughs> another friend. That's they true. need a leader. They right. need somebody who's going to kick their butt every now and then. Somebody's willing to make them mad. Uh, and you may never, during the course of that student's whole stay in youth group, they may never on purpose appreciate you, but you'll be surprised how many of them will come up to you 10 years later. Right. Say, I really appreciate what you put in me yeah. all those years ago. So.
1: Yeah. And I know just from a leader standpoint, talking yeah. with some of the other leaders back there, other members of the band, we like it when you come back there every once in a while and kind of do that thing where like kind of kick their butts. Yeah. Yeah. Shake them up because everyone needs that. I mean, adults need that a lot too. So everyone needs, you know, someone to come in. That's kind of what almost like what a guest speaker or a, a uh, visiting missionary might be yeah. for the big church to come right. in to That's shake exactly things right. up, kind of revive. Be like, okay, yeah, why am I coming here? This is why. This it, is.
0: It makes a difference to hear it from somebody else from right. time to time. Yep, it really Absolutely. does. Absolutely, really does. I had a guy say to me uh, when I went over to far uh, to uh, Farmer City, which is where I pastored. Uh, I had I'd been over there maybe a month, month and a half, and uh, there was a guy over there with a large family, he had a lot of kids, and his oldest son had just started coming back to church, mm-hmm. uh, really because he would left for one reason or another, found out there was a new pastor and came to check me out. Right. And uh, his, the, the father sat down and spoke with me and he said, I want you to know that my son really enjoys church now. And he told me he really likes what you're saying. He goes what's f- frustrating to me is what you're saying is what I've been saying to him uh, for 25 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you hear it from somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the, there's a uh, this might be as good a place as any to segue into another thing I wanted to talk about, which right. is Sunday mornings. Yes. We are still going through the Bible cover to cover. Right. Uh I you you were kind of joking about what number, how close are we to number 200? Can we have a celebration? Yeah. Uh, And I don't know where we're at. I think we are 160s, 170s, somewhere in there. Because it's been three and a half years. Yeah. Uh, But there have been interruptions in the series. Have you even
1: said on the podcast what we're kind of doing now, that we've gotten to the uh, epistles? No. I don't know if you have. I don't know if I'm at Yeah, I don't know if I have.
0: Uh, But it it was, you know, I didn't go into this with a – An outline of the entire Bible. I did not know how long I was going to spend on any one particular project. But as I've stated, at least during every review, and we've probably Mm. done 15 of those over the course of three and a half years, whenever we kind of move into a new era in the Bible or a new section, uh, I stress that one of the things we're doing, this isn't, hasn't been anyway, a verse-by-verse coverage of the Bible. Right. Uh, That you, boy— I don't Gosh. know how people write commentaries on the whole oh, Bible man. in their lifetime. They I don't. know, uh, but thank God they did. But of course, you know, we spent a long time on Genesis. Mm-hmm. But my justification was Genesis c- covers two thousand years of his- human history, right? Yeah, uh, and then we've got the rest of the Bible covering another two thousand years of yeah. human history. Yeah, uh, and then we've got two thousand years since then, mm-hmm. since the Bible was finished. So, uh, my my point, uh, yeah, there were certainly individuals. And stories that I wanted to highlight, but we could—we just didn't have the time to do it verse by verse. Um, I guess maybe if I could go back and change one thing, maybe we would have gone through Kings and Chronicles a little more quickly mm-hmm. uh, because it wasn't—I'm not sure Kings and Chronicles covers enough of a time span to justify the time we spent on it. Right, yeah. Uh, we camped out there because I love history and yeah. this is, there's some great stories. Well, in there. Right.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of great applications uh, to be pulled well, from those. There, no question sure. about it.
0: But I, I wonder maybe if that wouldn't have, if maybe we couldn't have taken a more in-depth look at Kings on Wednesday nights or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Anyway, Neither here nor there. Nobody right. complained. Right. It just slowed us down. Right. Uh, but the thing I've, re- I've repeatedly stated, uh, as you know, is that we, what, one of the things I'm trying to, uh, in part is a sense of the sweep of the whole story. I yes. want you to see how this is always pointing somewhere. Mm-hmm. This isn't a bunch of disconnected individuals and, and episodes, right? One thing really does build on another. There is a string that goes all the way through this and it, and, and it really does lead all the way to Christ. Yeah, And I want them to have a sense of the history, the forward motion of this whole <sighs> thing. Um, and we, uh, we did not spend, which nobody, again, I'm I'm kind of surprised nobody complained about it. We only spent about two weeks per gospel. We might have gone three in Luke and John, but yeah. but we, and, I'm, and I don't feel like we rushed them. But one of the, again, one of the reasons I didn't spend a ton of time in the gospels is... Usually, I don't know if anybody notices this, but on Wednesday nights, we are either in the Gospels or Psalms. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of go back and forth. So the Gospel is, I, sh- I certainly wasn't my, you know, everything in the Bible points to Jesus, so I didn't want to skip through the Gospels. Right, yeah. But now we are in, and then we spent some important time in Acts yep. to talk about that transition between the time Jesus was on earth and the establishment of the church, yep. the church age. And now we are in Romans, mm-hmm. the the first epistle, not the first one written, but the first one that appears in the Bible. And we have slowed way down. Yeah. Uh, we just finished week nine yeah. of the book of Romans, and we are only in chapter 10. Right uh, Now, we might be able to start going a little bit faster now. But as I have said every Sunday uh, that we've been in Romans, Romans needs to be digested yeah. because it is, as a book now, the closest thing in the New Testament to a systematic theology. Right. There are themes in Romans that are covered in other epistles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's so much. If you wanted to take one epistle to answer the question, what is Christianity? Right, That is hands down the one. And I yep. don't know if, if a theologian in history would argue with that. Uh, it's, it's the one where he answers more tough questions and spells it out more clearly and in order, uh, better than any other, any, any other book. So it's, so it's super important. And for that reason, we've slowed down. We, and we, we may or may not, we probably will go a little (laughs) bit faster through the, through the rest of these and and give a little bit more of a historical overview. Right. Uh, but it's going to take us a little while to get through the new Testament because, as important as the Old Testament is, and that's something that, if you've been paying attention, right. I hammered home every Sunday, you know, so every review is we cannot treat the Old Testament like, well, oh, come on. It's good to kind of be familiar with, but we don't live there anymore. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. cannot appreciate or understand the New Testament without the foundation yeah. of the Old Testament. The New Testament makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, without the Old Testament, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it makes no sense. I believe you can be saved if you stumble right. across the New Testament. God is God; He can do whatever. Yeah. But oh wow, the richness of it and mm-hmm. the the, the uh, significance of so much we read in the New Testament is right there in the Old Testament. So right. we certainly weren't wasting any time there. But at the end of the day, as I started to say, the New Testament is where we live. Yeah. And so to hear how, hear these things spelled out in the epistles, this is this is the this is the instruction right. manual part. You know, yeah. the whole Bible isn't instruction manual, but the New Testament is. It tells us, "Here's what you do yeah. in this situation, in these relationships." Uh, you know, and and I love how detailed it gets. You know, we'll yeah. we'll read later where Paul uh, he makes it clear. You know, this this is from this isn't me. This is the Lord mm-hmm. talking to you. But then later he'll say, "Now I have no command from the Lord here. This is me." Yeah, right. <laughs> he'll, he'll separate those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. It's just so real and it's so good. Oh yeah, all that. You now, so like, well, how did we, uh, you started talking about Romans after youth group? There is a connection, and and uh, that is, you know, here we are doing now some true expository teaching. We are gone. We have more or less gone verse by verse through Romans, certainly yeah. chapter by chapter. Yeah. Uh, and uh, exposition at an everybody's cup of tea. A right. lot of people really would prefer some topical stuff. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Wednesday night, usually about a Wednesday a month, I'll preach on healing. People mm-hmm. love healing. I love healing messages. Yeah. I love testimonies. Yes. Stories. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and, man, if you get up and do a great topical sermon on, um, you know, the healing of relationships, healing of your body, uh, uh, provision, financial provision. Yeah. And if you do it right, eh, people are going to respond to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you get up and teach, <laughs> uh, we're going to go through these verses of the Bible and talk right. about what they mean. It's important, and everybody yeah. knows it's important, but it's not everybody's yeah. nice cup of tea. Zach, the response to Romans has been tremendous. Yeah, I, I was telling Dad the other day, my dad, that uh, I don't think I have gotten this much feedback on anything I've ever preached. Yeah. Wow! People, and and this blesses wow. me and again i'm not yeah. saying that to hey what a great right. preacher Pat i am years. i think it's such a mark of maturity that right. people are hungry and enjoying a deeper study of the word of God. for
1: sure no yeah. bells
0: no whistles yeah uh very few uh rabbit trails and stories it's just this is the word this and what is it, it says it. yeah and uh people it's it's but that's the power of the word. It's oh, the word itself that does that. For sure, I yeah. I love seeing people respond to it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Wow, yeah. that's amazing.
0: Yeah, and huh. I, you know, just pray that it, it you know stays that way. And I started to, uh, I don't know who I was having this conversation with. I know I sort of said this in church not too long ago. It's like, well, gosh, now it's going to be even longer before we finish going through the Bible. <laughs> What's the hurry? right. So let's, let, let's hurry and get through the Bible so we can talk about what we're the, always yeah. going to preach. The Bible, we're going to be back so. in the
1: Bible. <laughs> so let's right.
0: take our time. Right. Let's do this thing right.
1: Like you said, it's where we live now. That's where so. we live.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't care if we if, if we never get done. You know, as long as we stay in it. And
1: hey, good plug. If you want something that's not through the Bible, quote unquote, Wednesday nights. Wednesday. That's that exactly right. Yeah. We'll
0: deal. A lot, and a lot of times, Wednesdays, uh, uh, expository is where I live anyway. I would right. rather take a large chunk of scripture and look at that rather than take a topic and find 50 verses that relate to it. I can, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Wednesday is not, we're not going through one direction. We will. Even if it's expository. It'll be expository on a, a particular psalm one son, uh, one Wednesday, and right. then it'll be something in the Gospels another. Uh, and then we will take that text and pull a subject out of it. Mm-hmm. Let's look at this. You know, It might be a story we've seen five times, but we're going to see a detail in it tonight that
1: we haven't seen before. before right? yeah. Well, and with the expository, there's... Like you said, you can pull, like you find, find fifty different verses on healing or whatever, and put them all together. But there's real power in looking at things in context yeah. as well, because yeah. that's how, I mean, that's how it's written. And you know, we'll read, we can read through a passage, and but if you actually take the time, like you said, to every once in a while, just go verse by verse and actually right. look at what he's saying, right. It's, it, it is it's really good and like you said it shows maturity because it's taking that time to actually yeah. look at what you're reading so yeah i yeah. think it's been great i love expository good i really do good. i love hearing that it's like breaking it down all that stuff it's like fills up the notes and the margins that kind of stuff it's great <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, and yeah. i and i also think uh, you know, I talk about that feedback. That's been especially true the last couple of weeks. Well, the last couple of weeks we've tackled some pretty difficult passages too, right. and I think people had some questions answered to their satisfaction, maybe mm-hmm. for the first time. And yeah. so, yeah, it's like, ah, oh, I don't have to sweat that verse anymore. Right? Do you think that?
1: Do you think um, passages that are more or less controversial in the New Testament? are harder to answer than Old Testament ones because of what you kind of said earlier. People are like, well, that's the Old Testament. Yeah. But then you get to the New Testament. It's like, okay, it says this.
0: It, yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, uh, now again, you know, if I were try, if I were to play devil's advocate, I'd say, well, now wait a second. According to you, God never changes. So, right. if he did this in the Old Testament, saying, "Well, that was Old Testament." That's no excuse, yeah. Uh, and so, some of those passages are we've have got to be handled with care too. Right? Uh, yeah. I've personally never done the old. Well, that's Old Testament. So, well, well yeah, still for sure. But, but you are right. People take it a little more personally if it's in the New Testament. It's mm-hmm. Like, uh, wait a second, this is this this verse, yeah, flat out says this. Of course, you know that 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 cuts both ways too. When people say, "Oh, well, we don't have to do that anymore." That's Old Testament. This
1: is <laughs> it's, it's a, right here. Yeah. Uh,
0: and, uh, you know, there's, oh, oh, this is a, this is probably, it's a whole we've podcast. probably been talking long enough uh, to do a podcast, but there's something we need to address soon about this whole, a different way of reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. I just saw, I just saw a, a video clip that somebody posted and, and this guy, this is a leader. This is a Christian leader. Uh, and he shared this video clip that it grieved me yeah. it was so so bad yeah uh, and bite my tongue not to name names. I, this is the kind of thing that makes me so mad I want to call somebody out right uh, but it's it, it really and this is a person who like I said he's a Christian and he, he believes he's leading people to Christ. All he's doing is undermining the Bible, yeah. and, and it's not man, like, man. "Hey, listen." It'd be one thing say, "Oh, well, you shouldn't answer those hard questions. You shouldn't deal with those difficult passages uh, because it undermines people's faith." That's not what I'm saying at all. Right. If their faith faiths if their faith is undermined, undermine, <laughs> uh, we should be shoring up that foundation. Right. Uh, but also, if they read something in the Bible that undermines their faith, they've almost certainly read it wrong. Right. Uh, and for somebody to say. I'll give you one example of what this guy says. He's talking about King David mm-hmm. and uh, says, if you read about King David in Samuel, it's almost like he's a completely different king than the, than the King David you read about in uh, Kings. And the King David in Kings is different from the King David you read in Chronicles. And the fact is, every one of these writers... Had an agenda, and they reinvented David over the years to oh, fill this certain thing. And even yeah. accused me. Says, you know, come on. I mean, uh, we're supposed to believe that all these people who opposed David just happened to die, and that David didn't kill them. Uh, right. You know, in other words, Gosh. what the Bible says happened didn't really happen. Right. But yeah. Well, let me tell you what I think about that. And This is the kind of thing that this whole it's, a, it's supposed to be this exciting new way of reading the Bible where. Mm let's just look at how it was manipulated over the years yeah it's it's and it's not historically uh it's not a historically respected way it's it's good there are good scholars right uh, much better scholars than me or than i who would look at that and say no this this is not just something i disagree with this is bad scholarship and let me tell you why right but, but yeah. since it's exciting and it's new people flock to it yeah because uh, it makes them look smart and exciting and new but, Right. We don't need to go there today. Oh,
1: yeah. Like you said, that could be a whole podcast, almost yeah. a series of them.
0: Yeah. Like, that's right. Yeah. There's a there's a title of a book, and I need to find it, but I was sharing this with uh, the Royal Rangers Sunday night. Mm-hmm. They're actually going through a doctrines
1: Oh, merit, really? Yeah, so cool. So they have to
0: learn these 16 foundational truths and ah, uh, trying to get awesome. through it in two weeks. So I did eight of them last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but one of them is, uh, uh, the first one is the scriptures are inspired, right? And, uh, it's not just that we know the scriptures are inspired. The title of this book I saw years ago, well, the title of it, if I remember right, was they knew they were writing scripture. Oh, uh, and okay. that is a pretty important point too, because there's some people who say, well, yes, we believe the scriptures are inspired, but the people who are writing them didn't know that I believe they did. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important to believe they did too. So, right. That's all, uh, fodder for a future podcast, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, for sure. Hey, thanks for being with us on this hot but beautiful yes. Friday uh, in uh, at uh, Living Word Family Cast. We, uh, next time we get together, almost certainly have Matt back in the studio. Yes. And so happy days will be here again. I want to thank <laughs> you, Zach, for setting this up and uh, doing you. your awesome technical job as always.
1: I just try my hardest and let the Holy Spirit do the rest. You are a (laughs)
0: blessing, my brother. And hey, thank you out there in podcast land for listening. Tell a friend about it if you enjoyed it. Share it with somebody. And we will see you next time. See ya.